All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill. My co-host is with me, Sean Ellis. Say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? All right. Uh, we're going we're gonna to touch back on uh, the week four uh, recap for the season. I thought, uh, I thought we had some very, very interesting games uh, coming into the games, but it did not turn out that way. Uh, I was a part of a loss uh, t- uh, with the Monstars. Uh, we lost to the Bullets 86-72. to I want to dive into that game just a little bit. I felt like overall I thought we played an inspiring uh, first half. Um, down as many as I think thirteen at one point, yeah. and was able to cut the lead, uh, able to tie the game actually thirty nine all, and then after that we just could not recover from that, and it was just a tough, tough loss. Uh, I don't even know what to say about it, to be honest with you. Be honest with you, man. Still cheering for you guys, mm-hmm. cheering for the Mountain Stars in general. Uh, it's been a long season and a half. Uh, Again, like you said, you tied it up 39, 39 up. Mm. And like I said, you guys have uh, – teams tend to go on runs against the Monstars. It's like uh, they'll be right there. Then all of a sudden, here comes this 10-0 run. Mm. And when teams go on those runs against the Monstars, they have a hard time recovering from those uh, runs. And it just is what it is. Uh, again, like I, I keep saying, I think – the Monstars are talented enough to compete with every team mm-hmm. in this uh, in this league, but they just have not been able to get over the hump. And they have not been able to finish games. The week before, they had a bad turnover with like a minute left mm. that made them lose. And then this past week, uh, again, cut it down, cut into the lead, and just couldn't finish it down the stretch. So uh, some of that has to do with some of the problems they have. Defensively, I mm. think uh, they tend to take bad shots, the Monstars. With flawed. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, ball, long rebound off a bad shot. And guys don't get back on defense like they're supposed to. Got to get back. And that, that's usually what starts those 10-0, 12-0 runs and that they don't come back from. So, I mean, if they put a full – you guys put a four-quarter game together. Keep the, you know. A decent start. Not even necessarily a good start, a decent yeah, start. you know, and just, and just kind of keep the defensive energy at a good pace and level. I feel like you guys get you one, man. But, again, I'm not picking you guys. No, until I wouldn't either. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Until y'all, y'all could go ahead and actually get one. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, just glancing at the box score, let's have a, let's have a blind player profile. I'm going to read you these numbers, and I want you to tell me who you think this is. This player had a PPR of 29.2, which was a game high, yeah. uh, 17 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists, uh, a game between the Bullets and the Monstars. Who would you say that person is? It sounds like Mr. PPR himself. It sounds <laughs> like Mr. Mathis, Dante Mathis, <laughs> all the way. And right you are, sir. Um, listen, Dante is a PPR machine, so whatever game he's playing in, uh, whoever has the highest PPR is probably him. Yeah, it's probably him, and it's just the way he goes. I mean, if you look at his shooting percentage, eight out of nine, eighty-nine uh, percent. Uh, didn't force anything. Hit a three. Um, didn't go to the free throw line, but I mean, the guy's just efficient. He had a few bad turnovers. Uh, I thought that. Um, I thought I thought Cliff played him pretty well on a few possessions. I mean, to hold Dante to seventeen points, that's saying something. But then at the same time, his supporting cast. Uh, Combining, uh, they had two players for forty nine points combined, and that was that was Jordan Gibson and Mooney. Yeah. So forty nine, and then you got ten more uh, from Brandon. So they're a tough team. Yeah, uh, I mean they just they they're a tough team. They're starting to come around. Their chemistry, I think they looked real bad the first week, mm-hmm. um, and since then they've gotten better. We lost better, one game since. Yeah, and better since then. So right now they're looking like the second best team right now. Considering that they're the second best team with the defending champs in the current uh, league, and I, I would put them ahead of the defending champs right now. But they, as the season's going on, they've gotten better and better every week. I mean, they they just have. You know, no slight to uh, to Kai Minard, but if Kai is leading the team in scoring, uh, that means that we didn't do what we needed to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and not to not to take anything away from him because I thought he played well offensively. 
um, you know, registering a, a team high uh, PPR of over 25 and finishing uh, with over 20 points. I'll take that. Yeah. But we have to have a collection of offense, you know, outside of that as well um, if we want to have any chance of winning. So, um, you know, tough break for us, but it is what it is. We'll try to regroup. We got a big game coming up next week yeah. against, the, against the looks like future champs uh, in Lake Houston. <laughs> And that that should be a great matchup. I want to call out my guy too. He know he knows I have a lot of love for him. But Cliff, man, your PPR been sitting right at zero zero <laughs> negative zero point three the last few weeks. What do you have this time? It was negative. Oh, point three. Oh, it was negative point three. The week before that, it was exactly zero. So, Cliff, there's only a handful of people that's had a negative PPR before, man. For the whole Show- season. Shows that you are very inefficient at times yeah. <laughs> between the shots that you're putting up. Uh, I will say this, your defense is good sometimes. Yes, and that yes. doesn't always count to your PPR if it's not a, a, a registered stat, like a steal or a block. On block, yeah. But with that being said, uh, so it may not be a true – uh, score how you've been performing. I thought the numbers lied in that case. For yeah. I thought he played well. Yeah. But with that being said, man, I got to call you. I've been letting you make it for like three or four weeks now, <laughs> man, with, with your PPR sitting where it is. So, mm. you know, I know what you got. I know what you can do, man. Let, let's go ahead and pick that PPR up, okay? You, you miss, say, Dante's Mr. Uh, PPR. I don't know. You're on the other end of that. You're on the yeah. other end of the spectrum on that one. So, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see, man. We'll start calling you Mr. PPR as well. Dude, you're just on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, so there's good Mr. PPR, bad Mr. PPR. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, so speaking of our matchup next week, uh, Lake Houston, did uh, they did get the rematch uh, against Alliance. Alliance uh, talked a good game yeah. uh, coming in. They said they wanted Lake Houston, and apparently they wanted no parts of that. <laughs> uh, it was a little bit of the same. Uh, very similar score, actually. Uh, they won 88-64, to 64, uh, a shellacking uh, once again. And in the second half, uh, it was just simply ugly. They outscored them by 20 points in the second half. Yeah. Can't, play, can't win like that. It, it was a look, from what I can kind of vaguely remember, it was a good game mm-hmm. at halftime still. I think Lions actually jumped on them early. They did. Uh, and I was like, okay. Uh, no, I've been saying for the Monstars, would a real Lions please stand up? And yeah. it kind of looked like. They had awakened. Um, they looked very good early. But, uh, you know, that talent. Uh, and I don't know if, you know, they took – you know, sometimes things happen where you get punched in the mouth and you fight back. Some people get punched in the mouth and they are done. They quit. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, this Lake Houston team is a little different from last uh, season. Like, they gotten hit in the mouth a few times mm-hmm. and they fought back. Whereas, like I said, they, they didn't handle adversity very well last season. And this season they are. Like I said, the Alliance came out, tried to bully them, punched them in the mouth early. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they survived, took it, stung them a little bit, and they went out there and just beat the hell out of them. Uh, and, 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 and looking at the boss goals, as I always love to do, uh, just balance across the board, 18, 13, 21, 16, 20. Uh, no PPR. Oh, they had one under 10, but okay. But, I mean, it was nine, so. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of efficient basketball, man. I mean, they're playing quality basketball. They're not. They're not being selfish with the ball. Um, only reg. Oh, they registered seventeen. Okay, so seventeen assists. They're spreading the wealth. Mm-hmm. And so, they got a newcomer uh, with Josh Taylor who came in and made an immediate impact. Oh yeah, he was. He was uh, nasty. Yeah, he was. You know, he used his big body well and was kind of you know mixing it up and getting buckets. He was know? getting busy. Yeah, ten for twelve. Yeah, <laughs> he was getting busy. Yeah, he, he was doing his thing. So you know, now they they're bringing in talent. Already, you know, they're picking up free agents and getting better. So yeah, I mean, they definitely did their thing. Yeah, and another um, another struggle game for Duke. I mean, he started off so so well. Uh, nine for twenty one, uh, under fifty percent, forty three percent, and zero for six uh, from three. And he did not attempt the free throw. Yeah. So he's he's fell in love with the with the perimeter shooting. I think he needs to get more aggressive and start attacking again. Absolutely, and what I think kind of happened that game too. I think they warmed down. I think yeah. he had the the early start where he was kind of being aggressive, yeah. or whatever the case may be. And then, you know, like I said, you play talent. You play talent. They're physical and strong. Mm-hmm. You know, they will make you kind of just be like, okay, I don't really want no part to that paint. Yeah. You start kind of you know selling for this jump shot, and I think more and more the longer the game mm-hmm. when it's kind of what I saw more and more happening. 
Uh, but we know what he what he's capable of. We know what he has in him, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, like I say, the real Duke will show up. Yeah. I, I'm not worried about him. But yeah, it was a little bit of a struggle game, and that, that's you know a lot of people who shoot nine for twenty one. You know, that's a good game for them. Yeah. That, that's actually a bad game for Duke. So yeah. That, that tells you a lot about the level of player he can be. Yep, I agree. Okay, let's move on to our next segment. Alrighty, uh, let's move on to our power rankings and our top performance. Looking at our top performance of the week, it goes to none other than Larry Mooney. 26 points, 5 rebounds, 6 for 7 from the free throw line, and 56% shooting from the field in a win against us. And it definitely felt like it. Larry was cooking. You know, Larry is shifty, man. Larry's shifty. He, he, I don't think he really has a go-to move. He's just a... He's one of those uh, those herky jerky kind yeah. of guys. You can't really quite figure him out. He doesn't do the same thing. He he does counter moves. Yeah. Uh, he knows how to get to the basket. He knows how to finish around the rim. He's real sneaky. Yeah. I think when you probably look at him, you look at him, you're like, okay, he's small. Yeah. So I'm gonna be physical with him. Try to be physical with him. Then he runs by you. Then he'd be like, okay, well he's not really that quick. And then you run up on him, and then he goes by you. Yeah. Uh, you you know, gotta close out on him. You gotta close out because he can shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, he just does have. He has one of those awkward games, and he's uh, he can be tough to deal with at times. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, big up to Larry because you know I talked about Larry after week one because he, he was so terrible. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then, he's he's taken off since then. Yeah. Since then, he hasn't had a bad game since then. So. Uh, big up to Larry, and like I said, I walk in here many a days, and I see Larry. He could be by himself. He's putting up shots yeah. and working on things. So big up to Larry. You know, not taking that criticism. Well, he took it to heart, but he took it to heart the right way. <laughs> yeah, getting the gym. I mean, yeah. that's what he did. So, shout out to him. All right, uh, power rankings. It's going to be actually kind of easy. Um, <laughs> and I've already sent these out. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, we'll start with number four. Obviously, the Monstars, uh, my team yeah. will be there, number four. Oh, and four. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's really nothing to talk about there. I mean, oh, and four. <sighs> yeah. Uh... I'm about to get a win first, and then we'll, then I'll figure out where to put us. We're the real monsters. I'm going to say it every week. Please stand up. I, I, or maybe this is who they really are. I don't yeah. know. Could be the worst team. Yeah. You know, I, I really – I look at them all the time. I'm like, oh, they got this guy. They got this guy. They got this guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to take care of business this week. And then it still hasn't quite materialized out. Um, and they're capable. I think they're talented. Mm-hmm. Well, I say y'all now. I keep saying mm-hmm. they. You guys are talented enough. We y'all have added pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you guys can't put four quarters together, man. I need Squeak to show up early too. Yeah, we don't come in the third <laughs> yeah, quarter. Yeah, Squeak, make sure you stop doing pulling these skips to my loop. Move, show up at halftime, try to save the day type yeah. thing. I think when he came in, it was like not out of reach either. Yeah, yeah. When he came, in, I want to say you guys were down like eight, something seven like or that. eight. Yeah, something like that. Uh, maybe at worst, at worst, nine points if I'm not mistaken, and. I mean, you guys had a shot, but again, he he's he's just getting warm when, yeah. he, when he's showing up. He's trying to get warmed up, yeah. And you guys been playing a whole whatever, so yeah. I mean, that that'll help. That'll yeah. be a good start if you get one of your better players to yeah. get there on time. That'd be nice. Uh, but again, you guys are talented enough. Yeah. So I'm gonna still believe that you guys are gonna get a win, but I'm still not gonna pick you. No, no, don't pick us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I mean, I honestly, obviously believe that too, but. Uh, you know, we'll just see, man. We'll just let's, we keep playing hard. Let's see what happens. Uh, and you guys are one of the few teams too that kind of really have a real basketball lineup where you have an actual guard, mm-hmm. four, mm-hmm. power forward, and, and uh, five. Mm-hmm. And one of the few teams that actually have the actual real positions mm-hmm. instead of just kind of playing positionless basketball. You guys actually have positions, but mm-hmm. like I said, we well, find a way to kind of put things together and everybody know their role. Yeah, I can live with that. Uh, so number three, this is going to be the controversial pick right here. Uh, I'm going with the Lions at number three. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, after that loss again <laughs> to the same team in the same fashion, I know that they are. Didn't they beat? They beat the uh, the Bullets, right? Yes, they did. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. They are going back down to number three. I have a Lions at number three. That performance was pitiful. Now, had Alliance been competitive, I might have kept them yeah. at number two. Yeah. But I no, not after that. No, I can't. They're, they're number three. Yeah, they. Uh, the two, well, they're, they're a weird team right now. They are the two wins they have. They look good. They, they look, look good. really good. Yeah, they do. 
the two losses they have, they look horrible. Horrible. It's the same team. Yeah, and then Grant's the same team. Yeah. And so, you know, I heard uh, one of the guys say, well, you know, last season on New Year, we kind of ran through everybody, then we saw what happened in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, uh, as it's looking right now, well, granted, I didn't think that then either, but at least I knew New Era were very young yeah. and inexperienced, so yeah. maybe that would catch up with them eventually. But New Era also didn't have the guys. But, yeah. yeah. I, I had, they had, they, had they had their team, I don't know, Alliance. I don't know. I want to bring that up. I'm just but, saying, they, they had y'all number. Yeah. And so right now, unless Anthony and his crew kind of pull the same thing, those guys – well, let's not talk about them yet. We'll yeah, go ahead we'll get it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're number three. Number two, I'm going to go with the Bullets, obviously. Uh, the Bullets have played well. Uh, they beat us down pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and they just like a good team, man. Even they lost after that week, uh, their loss yeah. um, against – Against uh, Lake Houston was impressive. They yeah. only lost by three points. Yeah, they, they had the only competitive game so far yeah. against Lake Houston. And um, had Lake Houston sweating bullets. Like I said, it's the first time that I've seen since they've been over here at the Champions location that they've been able to play through some adversity. And Lake Houston actually were challenged mm-hmm. and stood up to it and were able to pull off a win. Mm-hmm. And that only challenge came from the bullets. You know? And um, like I said, Mr. PPR, Dante came in, did his thing. Uh, obviously, but like you said, even with their loss, they look good. They look good. Know? They look good. So I mean, they, they're right there, and they, like I said, they've actually gotten better. Yeah. Every single week, so Lake Houston, be on the lookout because the Bullets are getting better. They are getting better. They're getting better by the week, and I think they're starting to understand each other. And the chemistry is starting to really come. So, yeah. uh, they could be a problem. They could definitely be a problem. Yes, and uh, number one, without question, is Lake Houston. Uh, Lake Houston is undefeated. Yeah. Uh, they look like the front runner uh, to be the champion uh, for this season, for the fall se- season. Um, I mean, that's, I, there's really not a whole lot to really expound on that. I mean, they're a great team. They've had different groups come in here and do their thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, they're tough out. They're only a tough out, and they're only tough out because they have a nice mixture of a lot of different ingredients. You usually have to have a good basketball team. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of like a, uh, the metrics with the size. Mm. And then the size, got, yeah, yeah. With the size, and then they have the skill because they got guys who can handle and shoot. Yeah. They don't have a guy who can't really handle. They have a guy, you know, they, have a, they can handle and they can shoot the ball well. Mm-hmm. And they have length. You know, so they defend pretty decent. Yeah. So they're just going to be, and like, they're athletic, you know? They're very athletic. You know, though they're at least athletic guy, probably is their best shooter or yeah. maybe their best basketball player. Yeah. So that's that's saying a lot, you know, yeah. and they're, they're going to be a tough out, man. They're, they're, it's going to be rough. And if somebody gets them, I think they will catch them by surprise if they do get them. They better jump on them. But quick. yeah, I think, you know, Maybe that old Lake Houston team will still show up, though. If you jump on them early, mm-hmm. can they still have that adversity? Even though they've shown that they can so mm-hmm. far. Uh, but that that could change, though, you know. So I mean, How about we just stop leaving Anthony open? <laughs> stop. How about we try that? Well, he hits the dagger. <laughs> Every time somebody's making a run, here comes Anthony with a dagger three. Okay, you thought you, oh, you thought you were coming back? Ah, oh, never mind. Bang. They just leave him every time. You know, just, I mean, I he understand. had the game where – who was it against? Was it against – Megan being against the Monstars, so I think the Monstars were trying to make a push, mm. and then he, they left him open four times in a row. He literally made all four threes. And it hurts. In a two-minute span. And it hurts equally. You know? Every three hurt equally. Yes. Especially when you're, when you're making a run. You're down, and you're trying to make a run. Then, that, that you know, it's like the Golden State Warriors. You know, they come in, you know, and Anthony said that until he said they need to go to the Golden State Warriors or this. So he's calling everybody out again. That's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very disrespectful. You know, he's saying they're going to stay worse than this. But, yeah, he, again, like I said, he hits those dagger threes, and that's how they usually, it's just demoralizing. You mm. work, you're working, you're working, you're working, you're tired, you're working, and then, boom. And they just kind of randomly just run back on, on down the court on defense like it's nothing. And then hit you with another one, boom, and you're just done. So, they're going to be a tough out, man. But with that being said, it's very competitive, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. All right, uh, let's move on to our next segment. All right, and now for our mid-season grades. This should be fun. Uh, I'm going to start with the top on this one. Um, Lake Houston Live, the 4-0. Uh, 
Uh, they've only had one game that was actually competitive, I think, with the spread of their PPR. Um, their overall rankings, uh, as far as their team statistics, I mean, they, they, they really come second to none. So uh, I'm going to give... I'm gonna go ahead and give uh, Lake Houston live. I'm gonna give him an A. I'm not gonna give him an A plus. I'm gonna give him an A though. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, give him an A. Uh, they've made a few mistakes here and there that could make games close, but I mean they get an A plus for finishing games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I definitely give him an A. Some little things they could work on. I won't give him an A plus yet though. I ain't gonna say they've been flawless, but they've right. been very very good. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair. Uh, and if you look at Really, just the balance uh, of the team. I just, I've just been impressed with them overall. Let's look at some of their rankings across the board. Uh, points, their first in points per game, ninety-two point eight. Uh, points allowed, seventy-four point three. Let that sink in. First in points scored and allowed. You can't beat that. Yeah. I mean, so you tell me you got the best offense and the best defense. That's crazy, right? <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, uh, you can't beat that. Best teams. Uh, even the Warriors don't have the best offense and the best defense. Right. They're ranked in the top yeah. 10 or top 6 in defense, but they're not the best defense. You know, And like I said, I think last year they were second in the offense. I think the Rockets were actually first in the offense and they were second. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just hard to do. Uh, so, like I said. Playing both ends. Playing both ends where, you, like I said, you're the top offense and defense. Mm-hmm. That's special. And, and the shocking thing for me, they're second in rebounds. Yeah. If you look at the the height on their team, you would automatically pencil them in for first and then be robbed down there. Yeah. So I'm surprised that they're second, but, you know, I it, mean, it is what it is. But, you know, a lot of times they may also be second, too, because they don't miss. That's true. So, <laughs> That's true. So they don't need to get a lot of offensive rebounds. They're probably always getting defensive rebounds yeah. um, in a lot of cases. You know, they're making teams miss, and they're running out and getting out uh, in transition, and they're not missing a lot of shots. A lot of the teams will probably lead in uh, rebound a lot of times because they get a lot of offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. And, so. and their first and assist, 20, uh, 21.8. No surprise there. The ball movement, the balance in the scoring, that everybody averages over double figures. I mean, it's tough to beat. I mean, maybe they are the Golden State Warriors of this. I mean, that's that, that's Could very be. Golden Could State be. stat. So, I mean, th- Yeah. I mean, they're tough, man. They look good. They do look good. Um, and then second in blocks. I mean, uh, the, uh, second in blocks, fourth in steals. That, to me, uh, that shows probably why they're first in defense. Yeah. To I be mean, ranked. Well, I say fourth in steals. That doesn't show. There's only four teams. Yeah. So. But the the blocks, mm-hmm. I think what the blocks do, in the most list. cases, that starts you your transition break. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get those blocks. Offensive, I mean, defense rebound, get out on the break, layup. Or, get, in their case, get out on the break, three, you know. So, the blocks are important for them because that's what starts their transition usually. Mm-hmm. It starts their offense. Okay, uh, the second team, I'm going to go with uh, – let's, let's look at the Bullets. Right now, the Bullets, they're 2-2. Two and two. Uh, they're, they're definitely climbing up in the rankings. I like what they're doing right now. They look like a solid team. They look like a contender. Uh, for their season, because of that bad game that they had to start the season, I can't give them an A minus. So I think it's only fair uh, that I go ahead and give them. I'm gonna give them a B, a solid B. I'm not gonna give them a B plus. I'm gonna give them a B. Uh, they're two and two, so I mean, I think that's deserving. I give them a B. Yeah, I, I could go with a B with them. If you know, if we just made it based off that first game, they would have had like a, a D minus F. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh after, yeah. You know, yeah. after that first game, but like I said, they've been a team that's kind of been going. Upward, you know, they've been on the incline they're the whole training. time. They're, yeah, exactly. They're training, so I would definitely get them a B. Like I said, they've looked good for three weeks in a row now. Even in their loss, they look pretty good. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Okay, uh, the third team, Alliance. Uh, Alliance also has looked good, uh, with the exception of those two games. Um, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be nice today. Uh, since they're the defending champs, I'm gonna give them the respect. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give them a B minus right now. I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's a respectful B minus because they are the defending champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna just say it like it is. The two games they won, they looked really, really good. They did. That's and that's why I'm giving them a B minus. Yeah, but the two games they lost, Woo. they looked terrible. Even if it was, if those games were more competitive, I would actually have them like right behind uh, right. Lake Houston. I'd probably give them somewhere like A minus. Yeah, yeah, or they, B plus. Yeah, but they've. Uh, Definitely, they've had the number. 
they've definitely had their number, but like I said, it's still it's a long season. Still quite a few weeks left, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens and the playoffs. So we'll, yeah. we'll we'll definitely see what happens. Well, and and they they have done some good things. Uh, they're ranked first in rebounds. That's the team that's ranked first in rebounds with thirty nine a game, thirty nine point eight. So basically forty, mm-hmm. uh, and they're first in steals. So they're they're actually playing good defense. I would probably attribute that to Brian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> with him being the leader in steals, I would you know he's probably the reason why they're number yeah. one. Yeah, I'll probably have to agree with you like that. And then, you know, they got uh, Howard, you know, has quite a few rebounds. So, mm-hmm. I can attribute that as well to the, to the rebound. Yeah. And, they're, and they're second in blocks. So, they're doing some – and they're first in steals. Yeah. So, I said that already. But, yeah. So, they're second, they're second in blocks, first in steals, first in rebounds. They're playing – they're doing some good things. I mean, they're defending champs. They yeah. do a lot of intangible things good. Mm-hmm. It's just certain – it's a certain group right now that has the number. Right. Okay. And last but not least, the Monstars. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what? I have to be. I, I have to. I have to. I have to be objective in this case. I cannot be subjective. I cannot go easy on the monsters. I'm gonna call it what it is. I'm, I'm not gonna give them an F. They're not failing, but they're pretty close. <laughs> they're pretty close. I'm gonna give them a D, not a D plus. I'm not gonna give them a D minus because D minus is basically an F. <laughs> I'm gonna give them a D. I felt like uh, you know the games that they did lose. There were some games that were close, but there were some games that were laughers. And I know it's frustrating uh, for X. He's been playing his heart out, uh, but this team uh, has struggled, and they're probably uh, ranked uh, last in most of the statistics. Let me let me pull it up. Up, oh, yep, there it is. Fourth in scoring, fourth in points allowed. You can't be last in scoring and in defense. Can't win like that. You just can't. And then third in rebounds, third in assists, third in steals, first in blocks. Interesting. (laughs) So they're they're doing something right. So they're protecting the rim. Okay, so we're protecting the rim, but everything else is towards the bottom. Not second in anything. Uh, um, Goodness gracious. That's tough. The numbers don't lie, man. They just. I didn't hear your grade yet, Sean. What do you you got for us? Like I, I, you know, you know, I, I cheer for the monster right. hard for yes. a season and a half now, yes. and I'm just they just continue to disappoint me over and over again. I'm gonna give them a D minus, man. Okay, so we close to failing. Yeah, <laughs> so we had a seventy. <laughs> I give them a D minus, simple the simple fact that I think they're talented enough. We probably not even seventy. We probably like sixty nine point eight. Yeah, round it up. Round it up. Yeah, we round it up. Again, talented enough to compete. It just that something's missing. I don't know if it's leadership. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's uh, heart. I don't know what it is, man. It's just it's something. It's something tangible that has nothing to do with the physical. Right. That's, that's missing with that group. Probably more mental. Yeah, and it's just uh, I can you know, and that happens. You can lose enough games to where. You find ways to lose instead mm-hmm. of finding ways to win. And I think that's what they're doing right now. They haven't put a full quarter game together yet. So Tough tough grade for us, man. But, you know, um, it's what it is. Yeah. I mean, like, I, mean I mean, I feel like that's fair. Okay, uh, let's move on to our next segment. All righty. Uh, we have a special guest in the building. Uh, this next topic is going to be about Alliance uh, being in a familiar spot. They are 2-2. Two and two. It's been an up-and-down season. Uh, welcome in, Mr. Howard. Howard, how's it going, man? How's it going, fella? How's it going? All right, all right. So, Howard, uh, you made a statement, and I, I felt like it would be uh, appropriate for us to talk about this uh, on the podcast. You guys are the defending champs. And it does seem like a little deja vu. You guys pretty much handling, dominating the league with the exception of one team that's had your number. Uh, you didn't get to meet that team in the playoffs because that's the way it shaked out. That's not y'all fault. Y'all took care of y'all business. Y'all made it to the ship. They didn't. So can you see Alliance shaking off the cobwebs and eventually uh, taking down Lake Houston Live somewhere down the road? To be honest, I, I feel as if though – there's no other way for it to go. If we truly want to be champions again, repeat, uh, I know our nucleus isn't the same as it was last year. Duke's kind of come and go mm-hmm. uh, with, his, with his overseas aspirations, and Mackie's gone playing ball. So our team's a little different. We, we're finding uh, new ways of leadership with Brian, and the only way we can truly call ourselves repeat champs is if we beat them. And it looks, it looks like the road is going to lead through Lake Houston one way or another. We're going to have to beat them. 
Yeah, they're 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 tough out right now, and uh, I feel like you guys you you have been uh, in the game at some point, but at one point or another, you guys lose it, and then it seems to just go left, it goes south, it goes just in a completely different direction. Uh, what do you attribute that to, in your opinion? <clears throat> if you're gonna be honest, our our our, our emotional leader was Matt. Mm -hmm. So when we would get out of whack, we would get you know disoriented, arguing, fussing, mm -hmm. you know, turn on each other a little bit, it would be real easy to go to our point guard mm -hmm. and let him take over for a couple minutes. You know, even if he's not scoring, just getting other guys going mm -hmm. and letting the ball move around. When that ball moves around, everybody feels good, everybody feels happy. We get we get into ISO ball a little bit when we when we when we get in the rut. Let's say we go down six points. We feel like I gotta get the next shot. And when we had Mac, we, we had a point guard like no no let's slow down. Let's get a good possession. Mm -hmm. Let's play defense. Because the thing is we still playing defense. It's just we're getting a lot of bad possessions on offense where we're just missing layups, we're missing open jump shots. We kind of like the Rockets a little bit. Like, man, mm -hmm. if we could just get it together, we'd be, we'd be great. And it's like, it's, it's almost as if though, just like last year, we're too up to beat Lake Houston like we were to beat New Era last year, mm -hmm. and, and emotions kind of take over the yeah. game. And I, I think it's a big part. We're, we win all the games. Both of those games we lost. We win both of them. But literally, fourth quarter, they just pull away from us, and, and we get emotionally distraught, and we start arguing amongst ourselves. I, I think we, those things can be corrected. We just got to stay focused and, you know, keep the ball moving. That's the key. Keep yeah. the ball moving. That's the biggest key. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in, in the first game, uh, you guys, to the point you were making, you just started off so rough against them. Y'all just missed a ton of layups. Mm -hmm. You got in that rut, like you said, and y'all didn't have kind of that, that moment where you was like, okay, guys, let's settle down. Mm -hmm. Let's get together. And thing, you guys are doing uncharacteristic stuff. Like, y'all missing layups. Mm -hmm. Then y'all went to the free throw line, missed like four free throws in a row. It, it was just one of those things, like, you know, you guys got kind of like front runners right now. When it's going good, mm -hmm. you guys are amazing. Mm -hmm. But when you kind of get down, it's kind of hard for you guys to kind of <clears throat> pick it back up. So, I mean, you, I mean, you hit it on the head. I think you know what you guys need to do. And it's just more so about you guys doing it at this point. And, I mean, all <laughs> the good, like, Rip Tino, old Rip Tino saying, <laughs> when he coached Celtics, uh, Mackie's not walking through that door right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cold blood. Yeah, you know, so you guys, you guys got to figure it out, man. So. <laughs> you know, and Howard, I'm, I'm, I got your profile pulled up here. Uh, first thing I always notice, first thing I look for, and you can see it too however you look up, first thing I always look for, how many championships do they have? Now, you have only played in 14 games. And you got a championship. Mm -hmm. That is a really, really good pace. Yeah. I'll say that. But, uh, Howard, you're having a good season, man. 14 and a half, uh, six rebounds, an assist and a half, a uh, little under one steal, a little under one block. So you're doing pretty much what you did last year minus the rebounds. Um, sweat might be stealing some of your rebounds. But anyway, <laughs> that's either here nor there. But, I mean, you know, but overall I felt like – I haven't seen a bad game out of you yet. Yeah. Even with the, even in those bad games, if you look at uh, the last loss y'all had, you still finished with 12 points. Uh, three blocks. Or is that the, that's the season totals? Okay, yeah, uh, sorry. 12 points, uh, one block, two steals. Didn't miss any free throws. Um, you've, been, you've been consistent. You scored in double figures in every single game. Mm -hmm. Offensively, you have not been a problem. So... I, I mean, I know, like you said, you're, this is a team game. I know you're not. You're, you're definitely the ultimate teammate. You're not. You're not a finger pointer when it comes to your teammates. Uh, I, what do you think it is as far as uh, collectively uh, as a unit? What's not clicking for y'all <clears throat> offensively? Offensively, um, sometimes we, we are, we're looking for, for for points, and guys are trying to step up. But sometimes it isn't. It isn't. The best way to put it isn't the, the place for them to step up. Yeah, like we yeah. could, we could, Rolls. we could. Yeah, like everybody wants to. Like since Maggie and and it, it just just honest, you know, since Maggie and Duke are gone, everybody thinks they have to step up and just take that role. Well, mm -hmm. we can just spread the work amongst. Just like how the Celtics did with you know losing Hayward and uh, Kyrie, yeah. we can do the same thing. Let's yeah. just spread the love around, and if we play defense and get easy transition buckets. We we would win a lot. We, we would have beat them both times because the thing was. We ran them and they were tired, but they just kept they just kept playing their game. Yeah. And then we got into a, a track meet of their game, mm -hmm. and like the first time we played them, 
they're, they're a tall, lengthy team. So mm -hmm. you, you, we don't have that. We don't have, you know, six, six, five plus guys. We, you have to play to your strengths. Mm -hmm. And I, I think the second time we played them, we saw that they weren't full strength and we kind of came out like two gun ho instead of just staying the course. Yeah. Sometimes it's just better to stay the course. And like, it's, uh, like the two games we won, the first game we went out, we were really dominant. We were really, really dominant, but the ball moved so much. It was a really efficient game. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's probably my most efficient game. I think I think I won like for twenty some points that night. Yeah. Uh, but it was efficient. It wasn't. I wasn't shooting just like twenty and nine, yeah, sixty nine yeah. percent from the field, two for three from three. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I, and like my thing is, I've been trying to be efficient scorer because I mean I can go out there and be a volume score, shooter and not put up the, you know get the numbers, but but just jack up shots, but. Mm -hmm. That's open gym stuff. We trying to, you know, if you want to win a league type setting, you can't play like that. And I need all my all my teammates to really get on that that accord. Whether it be, you know, we we wrangling sweat sometimes, or we wrangling, uh, you know, uh, 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 Duke sometimes, whoever it may be. Because even Duke can sometimes get out of control, trying to get his game off mm -hmm. to, to overcompensate for other guys. Mm -hmm. Maggie Maggie calms him down more than anybody I know. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, we just have to play together. And the thing is. Lake Houston's a really good team, and we had, we had, we fought a dog fight with them last year. Every time we played them, it was yeah. a dog fight. So we got to know that those guys are gonna come to play us every time they show up. Because last year we defeated them every time we played them, yeah. opposite of how they're doing us now. Yeah. So we have to just come out and play our game. You know, be physical. We, it seems for some reason we play them, we're not physical. We, yeah. We're very very finesse. We're very very get out of the way, looking mm -hmm. for the whistle. I can I can say that honestly. Even myself, we're looking for a whistle instead mm -hmm. of just playing a game. And we're more so trying to get called instead of just getting buckets. And yeah. if, we, if we just go out there and play our game, I think we'll be good. I think we could be any boy. We, we beat everybody except for one team this yeah. year. So yeah. I think we could beat them too if we just play our game and, yeah. stop, and stop looking for handouts pretty much. And how y'all are averaging 99 points a game against the rest of the league. I know. That is saying <laughs> something. That is saying something. And you're giving up 79 points against the rest yeah. of the league. Sorry. It's not even close. Yeah. yeah. So – Y'all got to get over the hump over them. That's what it. That's what it boils down to. Y'all are averaging sixty six against them. Against yeah. them. Yeah. Mm. yeah. The second game was was really really rough. It was a it was a rough 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 goal. It's kind of the same. And it, you yeah, look at it. And, and but the the second game we were right there. In the, I think in the third quarter we were down like seven. Mm -hmm. And uh, it got to about eleven early in the fourth. And then we made a quick little run. Got it back to like nine or nine or eight. Mm -hmm. And then we we, we called a timeout. They came out and they just wanted a blast. I mean, they wanted a blast. Yeah, that was it. And, and when they wanted their run, we made we took a, a few bad shots. We had a guy that kind of gave up on us. Mm -hmm. And at that point, it was just kind of like, you know, guys started hanging their head. You know, we was trying to fight, but guys are still kind of kind of sulking. You know, kind of like, if, I don't know if you remember back in high school, guys would get hurt playing football. Yeah. It'd be like pride injury. All of a sudden. That's kind of what happened to us. But it was, I think, I think we have a solid team and we can make a go at two in a row. If we just play together, that's our biggest thing: play together and not let one guy be bigger than the machine. You know? Well, you know what, Howard, I, I I definitely appreciate the time, man. Listen, you guys, uh, you got a matchup. It's against the Bullets, right? Yep. Y'all are playing the Bullets. It's a big game. This game is for second place. Yeah, one of the hottest teams. One of the hottest teams in the league. This is a statement game. Either you're gonna climb the power rankings to number two, or you're gonna stay at number three. You probably, I mean. I'm gonna be real. Uh, the Monstars, even if we somehow win, we're not gonna be three. We're gonna stay. We're gonna stay. We're gonna stay at four. So this is for the number two spot right now. And if we do somehow shake up the league and win that game, that would only put y'all one game back from the number one spot. So this is a big game. Yeah. yeah. So huge. So I appreciate this time, sir. Appreciate y'all. All right. Appreciate y'all, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good one. Two. I will tell you. All right, let's move on to our next one. We have our MVP award front runners. Let's see. Uh, we're going to start with the six man. Right now, uh, my six man guys, I have Keith Rowland from the Monstars. It's going to be tough to win anything on that team. Uh, <laughs> and Teron Bailey uh, for the six man. Let's look at Teron's numbers. Teron is averaging 13 points. Um, Five rebounds, two assists, one and a one point three steals and one point three blocks, uh, and a solid uh, point rebound point rebound assist average of twenty point five. Mm -hmm. um, his PPR is PPR's not that high, uh, nine point six, but uh, I think overall, uh, I think he's playing okay. Mm -hmm. He's struggling from three though. Yeah, and I've noticed that in the game. So he's struggling from three. He's only shooting thirteen percent. Yeah. 
And I mean, that's why it's PPR is low. Yeah. You know, I think PPR would be a lot uh, higher uh, if it wasn't for the three point shooting. But with that being said, he has played pretty good defense this year. Um, and that's why he is a candidate for our. That's what the one you said, defense player of the year, right? No, six man. Oh, six man, sorry. Yeah, yeah for six man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, with the defense and the. Uh, the inefficient shooting, mm-hmm. but like I say, he makes up for it with the rebounding, the steals, some of the other things he does. Definitely one of the top for a six man of the year. And then our other can- our other uh, candidate, Keith uh, Roel, ten points, uh, ten point three rebound. I'm sorry, ten point three points, six and a half rebounds, about three assists, half a steal, half a block, and his PPR is actually higher than Bailey. It's fourteen point four. Yeah. So. I mean, it helps, yeah, but they are over 14. Yeah. Well, he, he's Mr. Plug-in. He's kind of one of those guys that uh, if he's on a really good team, mm-hmm. he'll make them better, okay. kind of like Robert Ory. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if he's on a bad team, you kind of don't see it as much. Yeah, you don't notice it. Yeah, you definitely don't notice it as much. And like I say, Keith is kind of he's, – he's a little bit – jack of all trades. He's done a little bit of everything. He's between handling the ball, mm-hmm. running some offense. He's rebounded, held the bigger guys, held mm-hmm. the smaller guys. Mm-hmm. He's done it all for for that group. So, um, again, he's always, like I say, a Swiss Army knife guy. He just kind of does a little bit of everything. I agree. Um, so, defensive uh, MVP, we have uh, our guy, Brian uh, yeah. Tennant. The uh, table. From the scores table, <laughs> defensive MVP. Don't look at the rest of his numbers. Let's just look at his defense. Uh, three point eight steals a game, yeah. a league leading uh, three point eight steals per game. Brian is a pest on defensive end. He just he just has a knack for knowing uh, where the ball is going, whether it's an on ball steal, playing the passing lane, which he's really really yeah. good at. Uh, Brian is the front runner right now. Yeah. It looks like it looks like it's his award to lose. And I will also put uh, I also put T Bailey in that position yeah. uh, with him averaging. Uh, 1.3 steals, but also 1.3 blocks Locks, a game. And yeah. I saw him get a nasty block. Yeah. Uh, pinned a guy shot yeah. on the glass yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago. Highlight block, definitely. Uh, definitely the, the highlights definitely go to uh, T. Beatty. But um, another thing, too, Brian, the defensive rebounds. Mm. Uh, you know, he's guys against Oh, I forget. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Rebounding is a big part of defense. Yeah. And, you know, when, when I think the, team, the fact that you get one shot up, mm-hmm. And the other team gets a rebound. You're not getting multiple shots up. That's huge uh, mm-hmm. when we talk about defense. So, Brian had a game where he had, like, 16 rebounds the yeah. other day. And I think he had 11 of them with, like, defensive rebounds. So, it was he, – he's, he's been getting busy yeah. when, when it comes to the defensive part of the floor. So, he's taking care of his business. He's getting into passing lanes. Uh, 3.8 steals. That's good anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. care what league you're playing in. Yeah. 3.8 steals, almost That's four a steals a game. That's that a is good anywhere. So yeah. he's definitely getting it done when it comes to that end of the floor. I don't even think my best season I averaged that many. No, I think my best season was right at two. Yeah. And that was considered good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so. Three point eight, so he's doubling that. Yeah, you know, so he, he's doing his job. And to go along with that with nine point five rebounds, and Bailey's averaging five point three, which is not bad. But yeah. I mean, Bailey's more of a he's more of a forward. Yeah, and Brian is doing that from a guard, guard position. position. Yeah, Whew. yes, uh, Westbrook like very Westbrook like. Yeah, uh, let's move on. We're gonna say um, let's before we get to MVP, let's look at us uh, one I almost forgot about uh, most improved. I think right now that this one. Uh, this is actually one of those deals where it's, it's, it's also down to two. Uh, and it's to me, I think he's clear-cut ahead of everyone right now. I'm going to say my most improved is between Larry and Eddie Peterson. Larry, Eddie, and I'll probably put one more, uh, Jordan Gibson. Jordan Gibson, definitely. Yeah. I, but this is first season, so it's kind of hard to give a most improved yeah. award for him. Well, I, you're right. Yeah, okay. right. Uh, considering how bad he looked, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking game. about we're talking about during the season. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Depending <laughs> on how bad he looked the first game, yeah, I would just throw his name in the hat. Yeah, we could throw it in there. Yeah, I'm not gonna say he'll be the winner, but like I say, I'll throw his name in the hat. Considering he's definitely more, he's improved. Yes, during the season. Yes, he's absolutely. Improved. And look at Larry's numbers. I mean, coming in, I would never would have get not to you know not to sneeze at Larry or anything like that. But 28. I'm sorry, 21.8. Uh, points per game. Yeah. Uh, he is four rebounds, four assists, one point three steals. A very, very uh, not not a great PPR, but it's it's climbing. He's at sixteen point uh, six. But check this out. He's shooting forty eight percent from the field, eighty eight percent 
from the free throw line, and he's got his three-point percentage up to 30. People, okay, you thinking 30, ah, that's nothing. But remember, he started 0 for 9 to start the season. That means he's shooting lights out. You know how hard it is to get your three-point percentage to 30% after going 0 for 9? Yeah, ask Eric uh, Gordon right now. (laughs) Right. I think his three-point percentage is still like in the – I don't know if it's in the 20s yet because he started off so slow. Oh. Yeah, but, yeah, Larry, I mean – he went from a guy from a, being a uh, definitely a role player last year or last season to being a stud right now. If we had an all um, uh, all UH team right now, he would probably be in the making to make first team. Yeah, right now. He, he could probably he, make first team. You know, he's right there. He's on that borderline of making the first team right now. So I probably put him on there. Yeah, like I said, he'll probably be on there. And he was a guy who was a role player last year. So mm-hmm. when you talk about most improved, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. He's making that big dollar depot jump right yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely. And he's shooting uh, since that first game. He's shooting. Uh, Forty-two percent from three. Yeah. That's pretty good. And this is this is not the college three, y'all. This yeah, is the, the NBA, NBA three. NBA, NBA three. You got to shoot NBA threes in this league. Uh, okay, so last one. Uh, MVP. Don. I have Dante, Shelby, and Brian. Yeah. I think uh, those are the guys right now. Those are my front runners uh, for the MVP. I believe that uh, Dante probably can most likely win it if they keep up the wins because, I mean, he's missed a PPR. I mean, what can yeah. I say? This guy is, is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, he's averaging 27 points, 11.5 rebounds, and 9.3 assists, and also 1.3 assists. He's leading his team in every category except yeah. for blocks. And I, I've seen him block a few shots. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the four categories he's leading in, three of them, I think he leads the league in. Yeah. And so yeah. and then the fourth one, I think he's like maybe third. Yeah. So I mean, guys getting busy, man. Yeah, he is. And guys getting busy. If he's playing with a little chip on his shoulder, like somebody told him that he can't hoop or something. Like right. He, right. <laughs> he's coming out every game, and he's, like I say, he's getting busy. Even last game, you want to say that uh, Cliff played good defense on him and held him to seventeen points. But he held the 17 points on 8 of 9 shooting. 8 of 9 shooting. <laughs> so, 89%. So the good defense he played on him really was just not letting him shoot a lot. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. he didn't get the shot up. Yeah. It wasn't he was missing. He yeah. wasn't missing. Yeah. He so, definitely wasn't missing. The dude's been amazing. And like I say, uh, same thing with Shelby. Uh, he may be outside of Dante. It may be even including Dante. He may be the hardest matchup this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just nobody's been able to stay in front of him. And stop him from doing what he's doing. Right. Uh, and that's between the length, the shooting touch, the ball handling. He's just been a really, really tough matchup for everybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody's been able to deal with him. So, uh, he's a problem. Yeah. 20, a problem. 21 and a half, nine uh, rebounds, 9.3 rebounds a game. Dude is, uh, dude is a monster. Now, traditionally, the, t- the best player on the best team usually wins the MVP. Mm-hmm. Especially if their team goes undefeated. It's like it's almost hard not to because, yeah. I mean, if you look at what New Era did last year and what Eric was able to pull off, uh, he was undoubtedly yeah. uh, the MVP. So if Shelby can keep this up yeah. and not let Dante just head and shoulders surpass everyone statistically, yeah. uh, I think we would just pretty much have to give We'd be forced to give it to Shelby. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's looking good right now. And like you said, the best player on the best team usually does win MVP. Yeah. Dante said he's getting his rep Westbrook on. He got something to say about that. <laughs> but, I mean. If You're not they, chucking it like Westbrook, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say if they continue to be dominant, though, like I said, they're beating the heck out of people. Yeah. Uh, besides the Bullets. Yeah. Against Dante. Yeah. So, if, but if they continue to beat the hell out of people. I mean, it's going to be hard not to give it to him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and the last one, we're going to go with um, well, with Brian. Now, Brian, honestly, uh, he's not the – I don't want to say he's not the best player on the team, but he has definitely had the best season yeah. uh, so far. I mean – I mean, if you ask me, I'm, I'm going to always say Duke is the best player on that team. That just goes without question. I think Brian would even maybe agree with that. But uh, as of right now, Brian right now is – he's doing his thing. Yeah. He's definitely doing his thing. And he's not doing too much. He's doing exactly what the team uh, needs him to do. So if you look at the numbers, I mean, you know, nothing to sneeze at. 16.5 points, uh, 9.5 rebounds, uh, just about five uh, assists, and three steals. 
steals. Three point eight. Excuse me. That's almost yeah, four. four. That's basically four steals a game. Yeah. So Brian, uh, Brian looks good. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, he's he's been doing it all. Yeah, he's, he's definitely been doing it all. He's, on both ends. On both ends. Well, it's been the points. If they need the points, he's giving them points. If they need the rebounds, he's giving them the rebounds. Yeah. They even set up people. He set up people. And you know, if they need him to hold the best guy, he's held the best guy. Yeah. He's literally done everything for him. He may be. Like I say, if Duke's the best player, he may be their most valuable player yes. at this point. Yes. He really may be their most valuable player at this point. If they go without him, they may have no shots mm-hmm. to beat not only Lake Houston, but anybody else for that matter. Yeah. So he's definitely been their most valuable player by far. Okay, and uh so and he's also had some some solid games. He's been a capable scorer. Twenty three points, uh and 22 points against the Bullets and the Monstars. So he's averaging 22 a half against the rest of the league outside of Lake Houston. Lake Houston. So, yeah, yeah Brian, uh, Brian, he, he, you know, he's, he's, he's putting his stamp out yeah. there. Okay, let's move on uh, to our last segment. All righty. Uh, in the news, we got some good ones. Uh, we got, we're going to stick to the NBA uh, today. We're going to start with uh, Carmelo Anthony. Now, Carmelo Anthony, ugh, he has really, really looked bad. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's he's getting a bad rap or it's just all on him. But as of right now, uh, it looks like nobody wants Melo. That's what it's looking like to me. Uh, it's a, he's in a sticky situation because mm-hmm. he could ob- obviously still play. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I think a guy who averaged 17 points last year, the year before, averaged 22 a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, even currently, right now, with the Rockets, he's averaging 14. Mm-hmm. He obviously can still play, and he has value. I think the part that he's run into is if you're a good team, uh, you probably want him to take less of a role because he's no longer capable of carrying a franchise. Right. So you want him to take less of a role. Is he willing to accept a less role? And if you're a bad team. Yeah, he can still get you buckets, but do you want him out there playing and taking minutes away from your young guys that right. you're trying to build? And he's kind of in that in-between. Uh, kind of a similar situation Allen Iverson was in at the end of his career. Obviously, he can still play, but to what extent? And, I mean, I'm looking at the Rockets situation, and granted, I don't have – I'm not a Rockets insider. Mm-hmm. I don't have any – uh, fool me. You know, <laughs> I don't have any information, but just – Seeing how things are looking, and this is my personal opinion, I'm looking at that team, and I think Mike D'Antoni likes the Gary Clark kid mm-hmm. a lot. He, I think he reminds him a lot of how he had played with Sean Marion and, and uh, Roger Bell. He basically shoots threes. He's long, and he plays defense. Mm-hmm. And I think Mike D'Antoni wants to give that kid more minutes. Mm-hmm. At the expense of Carmelo Anthony. Mm-hmm. And I think it gets to a point where I, I think they said they called him in the other day to have mm. him talk with him. I think they called him in and tell him, they look, do you want to take less of a role? We're playing you 30 minutes a game right now. Can we cut those minutes to about 12 to 15? Ooh. And I don't know if Carmelo Anthony at this point in his career is ready to play 12, 15 minutes a game. No. If not at all, you know, I'm assuming that's what happened though. Yeah. They're, they're, they 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 want to play this Gary Clark kid more. What do you think about Gary Clark? He can play. I think he uh, is he better than Melo right now? Absolutely not. Okay, but so. I think that's the that's the dilemma. So. I mean, that's so you have a future Hall of Famer. Mm. You want to be respectful, and you don't want to play a kid who has no experience over him. Mm. But that's, that's, that's what you want to do. That's disrespectful. That's man. what you want to do. Mm. But at the same time, can, how can you tell this future Hall of Famer, who currently is a, currently a better player than him, that you want to give this kid more minutes over him? It's hard to do. Yeah. You know, and I, so that, that's that's the only thing. So what else would they call him in for? That's exactly. what they called him in for. You know day. that's what they called him in for. I know that's what they called him in for the other day. And I don't know if he was receptive of it. Because there are more, it's even sounded like that, like <laughs> – you know, this is more so what the I think the coach's decision, mm. and it makes sense. I think uh, Mike D'Antoni has a system. Mm-hmm. Certain players fit in the system very well, mm-hmm. and you can see even when he had all the talent when he was with the Lakers, and they had 
Kobe, mm-hmm. Dwight Howard, Paul, Paul Gasol, mm-hmm. and Middle World Peace, and Steve Nash. It didn't work because the system didn't fit because you're putting the ball, you're telling Kobe Bryant to be your point guard and run things like <laughs> Steve Nash. Which is dumb. And it just doesn't work like that. Mel- uh, Kobe's not built like that either. So. You know, it just, it just is what it is. When he was in New York and he had Melo, he had Melo. It wasn't working. Mm. Had put Melo on the ball all the time. Right. Trying to do stuff that James Harden does, you know. Yeah. Uh, it started working when... Jeremy Lin started right. running the show. Right, you a know, real point it, guard. you know, uh, an actual point guard. So I mean, it's just he has a system, and he wants Harden to have the ball all the time. He wants Chris Ball to have, Paul to have the ball all the time. And he wants Gary Clark Jr. to spot up in the corner. Mm-hmm. He wants PJ Tucker to play de- defense and spot, spot up in, in the, the corner. corner yeah. You know, and like Carmelo Anthony, he has more facets to his game than that. He definitely does. And so you tell them to spot up in the corner, which I think he didn't have a problem with. But I think he wants the Gary Clark kid, who he doesn't have to get minutes, to get minutes. Right. Whereas Carl Anthony's on your team, you have to give that guy minutes. I'm looking. I'm I'm looking at his stats, man. Okay. I don't. I know stats don't tell the whole tale. Mm-hmm. But twenty nine minutes a game, mm-hmm. and he's averaging thirteen a game. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. That's not bad. And and. I mean, he's shooting forty percent. Yeah, that's probably not good. But, we, but, but listen, your, that's from two games. Yeah, and yeah, but the shoot's been okay besides two really bad games. But you're asking him to be a spot up shooter, and he's shooting forty percent. He's yeah. shooting thirty three percent from three, which is not terrible. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not. I mean, I mean, it's not great. But I mean, give Carmelo Anthony. Don't don't have him coming out there unsure of himself. Give him the confidence. Still the confidence. In him. I think he's still a capable player. Uh, I mean. And, you know, we started off the segment saying, uh, does the league want him? Of course, some, some teams want him, but it's, it's where he's willing to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the offseason, he wasn't just willing to go anywhere. He definitely didn't want to play with LeBron. We know yeah. why. LeBron is a dictator. He's a finger pointer. He's a name blamer. You know, <laughs> who wants to play with that? Right. I mean, so I, I feel like Carmelo still has something left in the tank. I am a little disappointed in him, 68% shooting from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. He's a career 81, so yeah. the, clearly – this this thing in Houston is not working. This even in his head at the free throw line. This yeah. dude is money at the line, yeah. and I don't know what's going on right now. And like I say, it's a, he's in a tough situation in a system that could work, but it again, like I said, I think that Tony wants to play other people. I think he wants to be more flexible with his lineup. And I don't think he feel like he could be as flexible with Melo in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And that, like I say, it's a bad situation for. Melo to be in because yeah. really, realistically, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. And that's what everybody keeps saying. I, 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 I'm going to move on after this. There was a quote I listened to uh, with, I believe it was, Daryl Morey. Yeah. They were interviewing Daryl Morey, and they said, when Carmelo is healthy, will he be in the rotation? Will, will he be playing in the rotation? And then Daryl Morey said, yes, I believe when Carmelo's healthy, he'll be playing. No, that's not what he asked you. He said, in the rotation. Yeah. So he's basically saying, yeah, he's going to be gone. Yeah. So when he's healthy, he's going to be playing, but he ain't going to be playing for us. Yeah. That's what I read into that. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm reading between the lines wrong, but I'm just – he did not answer the question directly what he asked him. I think, and it's plain as day to me, there's certain flexibility that I think D'Antoni likes with his uh, rotation. Mm-hmm. And – Carmelo Anthony doesn't give him that flexibility because he has to play Carmelo Anthony 30, 35 minutes. Yeah. Because he's Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Whereas Gary Clark Jr., I, Gerald I Green. I see Carmelo playing like 22 minutes, yeah. 25, something like that. And yeah. let, him, let him go. Don't let him come in and be gunshot. Let yeah. him go. Yeah. Like I say, well, like I say, with Gary Clark Jr., Gerald Green, guys like that, yeah. you can play them whenever that you play them. Yeah. And you have that flexibility. With Carmelo Anthony, you have to play him. Yeah. You know? And like I say, it, it, it sucks well. And. It's going to be a situation where it's going to – the issue is going to be – it's not the regular season. The Rockets are going to be fine in the regular season. Mm. They could take Melo out the lineup right now. We probably succeed. And they'll they'll be fine mm. in the regular season. It's going to show up in the playoffs mm. when they go 0 for 27 from the three-point line again. Mm. And they have nobody to throw the ball to to try to get them a bucket. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, you can't play – transition basketball is not the same in the playoffs. It just is what it is. Can't play one-on-one with Harden. Can't do that. That is not work. And just, you know, him and Chris Paul, you know, if they're having a bad game, who else can they go to that can create their own shot and Nobody. score? Nobody. No one. You know? Don't say Eric Gordon because, no, he cannot. You know, and we've seen it. We've seen it. And so they have another one of these ruts where they go 0 for 27. 
you can at least go to Miller on the block. Yeah. And get some draw fouls drawn or yeah, something. Something. You know, and this is where it's going to show up at. That's why I don't want to give him up because I think about the playoffs, them going 0 for 27 from the three point line. That's again. what we needed. We needed something like Melo to, to step in and, and you know, give us, this, another, give us another option. Yeah, just slow the game down, something that could give us another option to try to score. Speaking of issues and, you know, options that maybe shouldn't be options, uh, Kevin Durant. <laughs> and what was it, Draymond? Kevin Durant and Draymond, uh, they got into a, not necessarily fisticuff, but a verbal uh, kerfuffle not too long ago. Um, reportedly, uh, on I was listening to Undisputed this morning uh, on the podcast, and they said that reportedly Draymond got suspended because he called yeah. uh, Durant a... Uh, how do I put this politely? A female dog. Yeah. The B word, as Skip Bayless was saying. Yeah. <laughs> the B word. Which, at that point, mm. whatever point Draymond was trying to make, it got thrown out the window. Yeah. Because I think as adult men. Yeah, as men. We, as men, yeah. Absolutely. We, we could all disagree with each other. But it's just as adult men, we just know not to do and say certain things. Yeah. Because we are adult men. At the end of the day, whether I like you or not, it's still a certain level of respect that I'm yeah. going to have for you, yeah. unless you want me to put hands on you or you or vice versa. Right? You know, you just don't go certain places, and so I just think that whatever point he was trying to make, even if it was a good point, mm. which I mean, from what I saw at the end of the game, it seemed like it would be a good point. But he may have been making a great point. Yeah, it got thrown out the window when he decided to use that language, that yeah. verbiage. Uh, he couldn't think of anything better to say than what he said. Let's just call it what it is, man. That's Draymond's go-to word. When he's yeah. frustrated, he's going to call you out your name. He's going to call you the B-word. Yeah, and you know. It, and the same thing with LeBron. Well, I mean, LeBron, I, mean, I thought that was warranted at the time. <laughs> but, you know, y- y'all say I'm a LeBron uh, you know, skeptic, <laughs> but it is what it is. But, I mean, yeah, with yeah. Dur- Durant, you know, with his history and the things he's done, the things he said, yeah. you know, it's 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 been brewing. It, it it's been broke and I, and that's why I'm saying he probably had a really good point to yeah. make at that time. Yeah, but he just messed it all up and it all got thrown out the window when he used decided to use certain language and certain words to another adult man. Yeah. That's why his teammates didn't have his back on it, you yeah. know, and that's why the organization suspended him. Yeah, they suspended him. You know, and find him and find him for it. You know, you, you just and like I say, Kevin Durant. Might not have been necessarily handling his situation with the team, making the team feel comfortable. The team right. may feel like you're supposed to be our brother. We're in yeah. this together. We got these championships. You know, make yeah. a statement saying that you want to be here. Yeah, say he's, that you want to be here. He's he is basically making it seem like he's using them. Yeah, to, like, like he kind he kind of does seem like he has one foot in, one foot out. Which at the end of the day, is his prerogative. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it may not be the way that us as fans want him to go about it. Right, but. It's his prerogative at the end of the day. Draymond can't call him in his name. <laughs> Draymond wanted that smoke, though. Yeah, it's he did. And I will say that. If you call it for it and you get it and you, and you ready for it, hey, yeah. it is what it is. Like I said, you go stand on that. Right. That's all I can say. You I know? know what we used to say growing up. I used to, when somebody called me something of that nature, if you see one, slap yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> if you see one, slap one. Hey, you know, I heard this summer. <laughs> I wasn't there. Yeah. But I heard he, he you know, he, he was calling for that kind of smoke. Yeah. And, you know, Tristan Thompson gave him that smoke. Gave him smoke. <laughs> sure did. I so, too. So, I like I say, hey, you know, if you, if you, you know, you ask for it, you may just get it. Yeah. You know. So, but, hey, it is what it is. I mean, is. it is what it is, man. It's, it's, it's gossip, locker room talk, yeah. you know, whatever. I'm sure Durant probably wouldn't fight him anyway, yeah. even if they were – if it even got to that point, yeah. I don't believe Durant would fight. I don't think Durant wants those they, problems. All of them be fine. They have 100 million yeah. reasons to, exactly. <laughs> to be okay at exactly. the end of the day. Exactly. Um, okay, so our last topic for today, Jimmy Butler has been traded uh, to the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. They look like – I'm not going to say they're a super team yet because Ben Simmons still can't shoot last time I checked. <laughs> but as far as him being a, a super floor general, uh, I'll put them borderline. Yeah. And reportedly, they're shopping for Melo as well. So, 
the Sixers, they look like they're primed uh, to take over the East. Yeah. Uh, because we were saying Boston was a front runner for sure this year coming to the season after what they did, going seven games with Cleveland. Um, uh, having their guys, Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving come back. Kyrie Irving is struggling. He's a shell of himself. Jason Tatum is only averaging like 14 points. And it looks like Gordon Hayward just looks like he's just never going to get over that injury. Yeah. So I'm not sold on Boston at all. They're not a, they're not a, shoe, uh, a sure uh, shoe-in uh, for, for the championship for me. And I like the way Milwaukee's playing as well. So Philadelphia might possibly sneak ahead of everyone and go ahead and get to the championship. They uh, look a lot like the Rockets right now, the uh, Celtics. Mm-hmm. They know. I don't even want to call them dark horses at this point, but they're dangerous in the sense of what we know what they're capable of doing, kind of similar like to the Rockets. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, Philadelphia's young, they're mean, mm-hmm. and they may be hungry when you add oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Because he's not going to probably allow a lot of probably nonsense that probably was going on. It's probably not going to happen with Jimmy there. Nope. He has a level of competitiveness that they, I think they had already, especially with Embiid being there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, Embiid keeps him engaged. Yeah, and it just probably got a lot worse <laughs> with Jimmy in there. So, if they're, as long as they're not fighting each other, yeah, they're going to be a tough, tough team to deal with coming out the East. And granted, I don't think a team that young can beat the Warriors. They definitely can scare them, especially if the Warriors – having beat each other head off by the end, you know. So uh, this aspect of the Warriors fighting each other and the 76ers getting better during the season, mm-hmm. uh, it, can, it can be interesting. Definitely can be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, just looking at this team. And you know what? One guy that they got rid of that I'm actually glad they did of, I mean, they did uh, get rid of, I thought he was a little overrated, Covington. Covington. Yeah. I'm no. I was never, I was never sold on him. I seen what he looked like in the playoffs. I don't know how in the heck he made first team all defense. I still don't understand that because he couldn't guard anybody from Miami. He couldn't guard anybody from Boston in that playoff. I think he's a uh, maybe a souped up Trevor Ariza. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a guy. I think kind of like when Trevor Ariza first left the uh, Lakers mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't put that much on him. Yeah, I think he he's good if you give him a role, mm-hmm. but if you try to make him something more than what he is, yeah, he gets exposed. Right. Uh, but I think he's a nice young player, but he's a piece. He's yeah. not a top three guy. Right. And Dario Saric, they got him up out there too, and he couldn't hit a shot to he save his yeah. life either. And he's, that sucks when you're a shooter, you can't and you can't shoot. Yeah. Uh, your shelf life is short. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they 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 pretty much said he was expendable as well. And I think Wilson Chandler uh, could be the sixth man for them for sure. Yeah. And Markel Fultz, uh, he's getting in where he fits in. I'm still not sold on that shot. But uh, right now, Philadelphia is sitting at nine and seven. I think by the All Star break, they'll be a number two seed in the East. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. Like I mean, a lot of the good teams this year started slow, besides the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all these other teams like the Milwaukee's and surprisingly the Spurs and a couple other teams that you didn't expect to be good. Uh, New Orleans had a really good Toronto start. Toronto was good. Toronto was really good. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so those are the teams that are catching the league uh, by storm right now. And the teams that we expected to be good are kind of in between. They're like 500 teams right now. Yeah. Even 76 or 9-7. So, uh, we'll see. You know, I, I think by season end, a lot of these teams will probably overtake these other teams that are kind of be on top. But we'll see, man. I, I think it's, it's showing to be a, a very interesting NBA season, kind of similar to our UA season. Yeah, very interesting. All right, guys, it's been fun. Uh we appreciate y'all, as always, uh, listening to the podcast. Shout out to Howard coming through, uh, gracing us uh, with his wisdom, with his knowledge. Uh, Alliance looks to go on and improve and get that number two spot. Uh, shout out to him. My players uh, that play in the league, you guys are always welcome to come aboard. We'd love to have you. And uh, you guys have yourself a great evening. I'm Johnny Gill, Sean Ellis. We are out. How about you guys?